Welcome to the Panine Halacha podcast. Zmanim, Chapter 7, Laws of the Minor Fasts. Section 7, The Infirm Are Exempt from Fasting. When the prophets and sages instituted these fasts, they did so for healthy people, not for the sick. This is the difference between Yom Kippur and all other fasts. On Yom Kippur, even the infirm are obligated to fast because it is a biblical command. Only people whose lives may be in danger if they fast are exempt, for the preservation of human life overrides the Torah's commandments. On the other fasts, however, including Tisha B'Av, which were all instituted by the rabbis, anyone who is sick, even if his condition is not life-threatening, is exempt from fasting. In general, people whose pain or weakness precludes them from continuing their regular routine of life, forcing them to lie down, are considered sick. For example, those who have the flu, angina, or a high fever need not fast. Almost everyone develops a headache and feels weak on a fast day, and most people find it easier spending the day in bed than continuing to function normally. Sometimes a person who is fasting even feels worse than a flu sufferer. Nonetheless, such feelings are not considered a sickness. Rather, they are the natural effects of fasting, which will pass within a few hours after the fast is over. Therefore, only one who needs to lie down because of an illness is exempt from fasting. One who suffers from the fast itself, however, must continue to fast even if his weakness causes him to prefer to lie down in bed. Only one who becomes so weak from the fast that he leaves the category of a suffering faster and enters that of the infirm may break his fast. In addition, anyone who knows that fasting can cause him to fall ill need not fast. For example, someone who suffers from an active ulcer or severe migraines is exempt from fasting because it's liable to precipitate his illness. Similarly, a weak person who knows that there's a good chance that he'll become ill if he does not eat is also exempt from fasting. Diabetes sufferers who need to take insulin need not fast, and some of them are even exempt from fasting on Yom Kippur. Those who have kidney stones are exempt from fasting because they have to drink a lot of water. A person with high blood pressure is not considered sick, and they should fast, unless his doctor instructs him otherwise. Whenever in doubt, consult a God-fearing doctor. One who is exempt from fasting because of an illness may, lechadchila, eat a full meal and drink as much as he needs starting from the morning, but it is appropriate not to indulge in delicacies. Such a person need not eat a little at a time, as is the rule on Yom Kippur. Since that fast of Yom Kippur is Torah-mandated, and even the sick are obligated to fast, the rabbis were strict with those who are dangerously ill and need to eat, demanding, in general, that they eat less than the proscribed measure, if possible, to avoid breaking the fast officially. On the rabbinic fast, however, the infirm are not commanded to fast, and they therefore need not eat a little at a time, but can eat regularly. It's also important to note that sick people who who need to take medicine regularly, like a person who has started a regimen of antibiotics or one who suffers from a chronic disease, must continue taking their medicine even on a fast day. 
If possible, one should swallow their medicine without water. You should realize that almost every medicine, including antibiotics, can be taken without water. One who cannot swallow pills without water should add something bitter to the water until it becomes technically undrinkable, and then use it to swallow the pill. To summarize, cholim, that is, people who are sick or infirm, were not included in the original mandate to observe rabbinic fasts. That is, they don't even need an out from fasting because they didn't receive an in in the first place. Only Yom Kippur is different. There, sick people are included in the fast, and they only get an out if it's life-threatening. But just how sick is considered sick? Sick or weak enough that you have to stop your regular routine and spend much of the day laying down. Flu or high fever or strong migraines would presumably meet that bar. In fact, even a light flu or weak migraine is considered sick right now if the act of fasting will exacerbate the condition and later make you need to lay down. Ultimately, this is a pretty broad category. If in doubt, consult a God-fearing doctor. Often, the natural effects of fasting may make one weak and prefer to lay down, but only when it is severe enough that one feels that they must lay down is one actually considered sick. The sick can eat however they like during the fast day, though it's appropriate to avoid delicacies on the day. Those taking prescribed medication must continue taking them on rabbinic fast days. If medically possible, the medicine should be swallowed without water or using bitter water. Two notes from me, one about Tisha B'Av and one about the relationship between lay people and rabbis in the Panine Halacha. First, all of the leniencies in this section apply even to the strictest rabbinic fast, namely Tisha B'Av. In the footnotes, the Panine Halacha cites multiple authorities who actually have a higher bar for sickness when it comes to Tisha B'Av, including the Arach HaShulchan and the Kath HaChaim. Nevertheless, the Panine Halacha himself follows other authorities in ruling against this view. He concludes that if you are weak enough to not have to fast on Shiva Asabritamas, then you are weak enough to not have to fast on Tisha B'Av. Second, it's interesting that in a case of doubt, the Pnei Halacha tells the reader to consult a God-fearing doctor. If one needs scientific information, why not just ask any doctor? And if one needs halachic or moral guidance, why not ask a doctor and a rabbi? It seems like a regular doctor is insufficient because they do not comprehend the benefit at all in observing halachic fasts. The fear is that, if asked, will I be fine if I fast, they will not treat the question objectively or seriously, since they have every incentive to say no, don't fast, and zero incentive to say yes, it's probably fine. I'm not a doctor, but I do believe in the power of incentives, and the Panini Halacha's concern therefore seems very wise to me. It's a bit like asking a Haredi rabbi if it's halakhically okay to go to the opera. Why would you want to go in the first place, is probably their thought. Without that rabbi at least acknowledging the possibility that opera going 
is at least potentially beneficial, it's hard to be confident that they are thinking through the answer carefully. Okay, but why is a God-fearing doctor themselves sufficient? Shouldn't we need to consult a proper halachic authority as well? This is a great example of a fascinating theme in the Penine Halacha. He tries to democratize halacha. To the question of why not advise asking a rabbi, the Penine Halacha has a simple answer. You don't need a rabbi. I just gave you all the information you need. The Penine Halacha seems to be saying that even on complicated halachic questions, if I'm able to communicate the halachic background in a way that a thoughtful layperson can understand it, great, I've done my job, and they, the layperson, can now be trusted to arrive at the correct answer on their own. Granted, there are moments when the Panini Halacha does advise one to ask a she'lat chacham, that is, to consult with a rabbi. And there are also moments when the Panini Halacha adjourns people to follow, follow the community's rabbinic leaders. But these are exceptions for questions related to communal unity, or to the community's overall spiritual needs, or for issues that are technically or pastorally complex and require a rabbinic eye on the scene. True, how to assess one's medical status vis-a-vis -a, -vis a minor fast is not clear-cut, but it's also not rocket science. Yes, there's ambiguity, and there are gray lines, but now have all the halakh information you need to navigate that ambiguity and make a decision. The Panine Halakha podcast provides English audio of Panine Halakha, an exceptional work of halakha by Rav Eliezer Malamed Shlita. The English translation was overseen by Ellie Fisher and Corin Publishers. These texts are available for free online and beautiful printed volumes are available for purchase. The summaries and reflections are from me, Ben Greenfield, rabbi of the Greenpoint Shoal in New York City. I occasionally make subtle changes to the original translation, often for clarity, sometimes by mistake. <laughs>